You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. You know, we uh, totally went by yesterday. Yesterday was October 17th, and if you go back to October 17th, around these parts, in the year 1989, this happened. Downtown San Francisco in the background where the first time in 27 years a World Series game will be played in Candlestick Park. The Battle of the Bay continues. Game three of the 1989 World Series, the Oakland Athletics against the San Francisco Giants. I'm Al Michaels. Let me turn now to Tim McCarver. And so the Oakland A's take... Take... I'll tell you what, we're having an earth... Wow. And then it went blank. And then... earthquake of 1989 that's a replay of exactly how it happened and i remember sitting there waiting for the game to start and then started going like back and forth like what is that and i had never been in an earthquake before but i knew within two seconds exactly what was going on and that crowd the reason they were still cheering they thought it was like the stadium hey our stadium's so loud look we're rumbling. Oh, they, they just thought it was rocking really? no they well you know i mean you have to remember 1989 there was no internet people didn't have yeah. cell phones yeah right so it wasn't till a lot of the uh, the city went dark, and God bless Al Michaels because he had been a play-by-play guy for the San Francisco Giants years before. So when they finally got the cameras back and running, he was able to point out different parts of the city, exactly what he thought was going on. Reports were coming in. Part of the Bay Bridge buckled. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And it, like, I remember there was a car that went down. There yep. was uh, the Nimitz Freeway absolutely collapsed. Yep. 67 people were killed. That scares me so yeah, much. It was, uh, it was a major, major earthquake. I mean, you felt it here in Sacramento. Yeah. And you had no way to tell if people were down there at the game. Are they okay? Are they getting out? Where are you? I mean, there That's was a lot of that that yeah. went on. And there was one humorous moment. Channel 3 used to have a sports reporter, old-time sports reporter who's now gone, uh, by the name of Creighton Sanders. And Creighton came from the old school. He liked uh, he he liked oh, yeah. to drink. Yeah. Drink so, before the air. Yeah, you're going through the channels going, who's got this? What's going on? And I hit up Channel 3 just as they were coming back. And I don't think he knew he was live. He was outside the stadium. <laughs> and some woman who he knew came up to him and gave him a hug. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. He goes, what about you? And he goes, man, I could use a drink. <laughs> <laughs> really? Pick a day. It, it, that that I, that's one of those moments where, especially for people in Northern California, they know exactly where they were. We, I, I I was in my uh, I was in Vicky's parents' house. We were getting ready to watch the the World Series game. And, I was and, two months old. Oh, little Aww. Cody, look at you, little baby! Wow, yeah. I'm shocked though that you could feel it all the way up here. And Absolutely, and you knew instantly what it was. That's it, that's crazy. It's funny because I was living in this. Uh, I was renting this place that was behind. I don't know maid's quarters, what you call it. And the guy who uh, who owned the house. I could hear him out his window going, Pat, we're having an earthquake. And I just, I like, yeah, okay, that confirmed it. Because he, yeah, he grew up in the Bay Area, kind of knew what it felt like. Right. It was just weird. And then the news filtered out. And that's, that. I mean, that, honestly, I, forget housing prices and how ridiculous they are over there. I love the city, but I would never live there for that reason alone. I would never want to be caught in an earthquake this over there. I think about this more often than not. Really? I get scared of earthquakes, yeah. It just takes one. I don't want to be on a bridge or on a hill when that happens. I don't know. I guess I'm that guy that's like, if it's your time, it's your time. True. <laughs> you gotta live life, man. You gotta go for it. <laughs> Looks good on you, though. <laughs> Here's your money maker, and we mean money 
maker. If you're the type of person like me who gets frustrated every year when they carve pumpkins because they never turn out like you think they're going to. You need somebody to carve the pumpkin for you. So if you're artistic, and I just Googled this, there are no pre-carved pumpkins other than plastic ones that you can buy that I could find. Why isn't there somebody out there somewhere who's really good artistically carving pumpkins for inept carvers like me. There is. There's a guy here in town named Alex. I've known him for a long time. Uh, used to play in a band, and he is outstanding. The pumpkins here, you go, whoa. It's like when you see all those figures made out of Legos, and you go, they must have a different Lego kit than I have, because there's no way I can right. do that. He's that good. Does he do it for other people? Would he do it? For, well, of course you guy would pay. You are, you, are you going to farm out what we're about to do to somebody else so you can no, win no, a little no, contest? No. I'm just saying, this, is, this was always, especially when the kids were growing up, the most frustrating time of year for me. I love Halloween, but I suck at carving pumpkins. You're not alone. I think everyone kind of hates carving pumpkins. You go into it thinking it's going to be this fun thing, and then you realize it's super messy. It's harder than it looks. I mean, it takes muscle. It's, it's not as fun as you think. My pumpkins would always, I'd, I'd start with one idea, and they would always end up looking like, you know, a dude that just got his teeth kicked in in a street Definitely. fight. And if you screw up, you can't go back. So here are some, some pumpkin carving tips. There are actually some ideas on here that are pretty good. Uh, scoop out all the insides. You thin the inside wall. That makes it easier to carve. Makes you sense. You wipe down the inside with vinegar. That helps preserve the pumpkin longer, like if you were going to yeah. get started now rather than later. I'm already out. You use it. <laughs> See? It's too much. It's too much work. Here's what, here's what we I've need noticed. somebody to do this for us. I have noticed the holidays bring out a ton of anxiety in you. Because I want to do it right, and I'm terrible at it. Every holiday, though, yeah. you get stressed about something. I, I want it to be perfect. And, and if there was somebody out there that could carve a pumpkin for me this year, it would be. I'll call, call Alex. I'll get your pumpkin Please done. Please call him. Or hit us up on Facebook. Here's the deal. If you have some artistic talent, there is a website you can go to. We just posted this on our Facebook page that has a template, template after template of many country stars. So you can carve your pumpkin to look like Carrie Underwood or Jason Aldean or Kenny Chesney or... Or the members of uh, a little big town. They're all up there. We did this several years ago, and I I think mine was Luke Bryan. And again, he ended up looking like a guy guy who got his teeth kicked in. (laughs) (laughs) Luke Bryan, the after party, after he got in a fight. That's what it was. New Country 105.1. Patty Tom's Hot Nashville Minute. Cody. We thought Garth Brooks was done touring for a bit when he ended his record-setting arena tour last December, but hey, we were wrong. He just announced a three-year, 30-stop stadium tour kicking off in the spring. It'll be about 10 to 12 shows a year. So far, only two dates have been announced, St. Louis and Glenville, um, Arizona. Hornet Stadium, Hornet Stadium, Hornet yeah, Stadium. Yeah, but he promises to release more before Christmas. Unfortunately, his Triple Live album release will be pushed back. He's citing marketing reasons, but back to more good news, his Notre Dame Stadium Tour will now be aired on TV, a two-hour TV special, Sunday, December 2nd, on 13th. Yeah. On, on Channel 13. Channel 13. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. And, and uh, that show, the Notre Dame show, is Saturday. Is that going to be live or is it taped for playback? Nope. nope. Tape for playback. Okay. Yep. On Sunday, December the 2nd. Yes. On 13th. I was listening. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> 
Sometimes it's hard for me. <laughs> Last Poor night song. in Nashville, CMT honored women in country music. It was CMT's annual Artist of the Year event, but this year it was devoted entirely to women in country. Women like Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert, Karen Fairchild, Kimberly Schlappman, a little big town, Hillary Lindsay of Lady Antebellum, Kelsey Ballerini, Marin Morris. And while the women were the sole honorees, there were a lot of country music dudes in attendance, including Dirk Bentley, and I love this, brought along his nine-year-old daughter, Evie. Aww. He told reporters out front that he wanted to show support for country music's women and also to show his daughter, who aspires to sing like her daddy, that anything is possible and no dream is too big. 60,000 Americans were polled to see how they felt about celebrities, in particular four list of the 100 highest paid entertainers, three country stars showed up very favorably. They are in order. At number 14 in the overall list, Garth Brooks, 20th was Luke Bryan, and 28 was Kenny Chesney. So what this means is if you got a product to pitch, you go to these three guys and people are going to like it. The other thing it, uh, that the survey showed was didn't matter if it was Democrats or Republicans, all three of those guys showed favorably and in that order. Wow. Any guesses as to who's number one? And by the way, if you're not hearing your favorite country artist, all that means is they didn't make the top 100 list of Forbes' highest-paid entertainers. Number one's got to be an athlete. I'm going to say LeBron James. Cody? Oh, shoot. Uh, Beyonce? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Really? Yes. Science says the earlier the better. Tom, you disagree. What is it? Uh, well, basically, uh, according to a new study by psychologists, the earlier you hang Christmas lights and decorations, the happier you're going to be through the holiday season. And this is... It's science. The lights, the decorations, they trigger happy receptors in our brains, especially colorful lights. This study exposed a group of people to Christmas lights, and it showed instantly increased levels of dopamine, which make you feel better. Um, happiness, they said, from decorations comes more from memories that they invoke. And so if you want to hang your lights before you've even carved your pumpkin, you go right ahead and do it now. if it makes you feel better. It doesn't make me feel better. You know, Cody, I used to be with you, and I'm a big Christmas person. Me Huge too. Christmas person. But in certain circumstances, I'll give you an example. Okay. Dimitri's a Christmas kid. He just is. He always will be. He sings go. Christmas songs. He listens to Christmas music 24-7, 365 days a year. So for him, maybe if that's what, if you have a reason like that, just put it up. But if you're just putting it up now and there's no other reason because you want to feel good, don't. <laughs> don't. I love Halloween so much, so I don't want to rush that. I don't want to get rid of the Halloween decorations just yet. I think some people do it because it makes them happy because they know it's ticking off their neighbors. You know what Maybe I mean? This, you, know, you might have a point. If there are some elaborate displays, like Tom, I know your neighbors is probably, you can see their Christmas lights from Mars. Yeah, these, these uh, people that live so, on Kingswood Court in our develop, they've already started. It, but that's they, what I mean. If, if, yeah. if you have an elaborate display, maybe you have to start. They got. A, I mean, it's a multi-thousand-dollar display. I've always felt could be wrong, doubt it. That you should throw the switch Thanksgiving night. Well, yeah. As soon as it gets dark, throw the switch then. They're good. The lights are up. They're good. You're good. I think you're that's a way. solid rule of thumb. I like Cody's train of thought. I never considered this before, but she was saying uh, off the air that she considers Halloween a part of the holidays. Yeah. I think October 1st. I think we have three months of holidays. I, I love Halloween that much, though, so maybe I'm just different. But I think that's a great way of looking at it. <laughs> Three months of holidays. Yeah, because you go right from the Halloween decorations to the Christmas decorations. Which involves partying. And, I mean, it's just like, you know, With festive. that attitude, how are you not working at the Hallmark Channel? <laughs> how does this work again? Because you came up with it. it I found it on uh, Twitter, actually. And it's uh, the last text that you sent is now your 2020 presidential campaign slogan. 
So Tom oh, okay. sent that to us, and we sent him the last text. That time, my last text was, mine would go, Pat Still for Congress. Wow. That's one of the sickest things I've ever heard. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Mine was Tom Maley for Senate. No, you were closer to right the first time. So we posted this on Facebook, and we asked, you know, what is the last thing that you texted? Because that will become your 2020 presidential campaign oh, slogan. Let me get you your uh, campaign slogan uh, music ready, and Tony, Ooh, okay. go. Mary Grace Robinson, I'm just really disappointed. <laughs> Jody Robinson, for show, my friend. Vote for Shauna Humphreys. It can wait. Brought to you by Nell Parks. Unload the dishwasher. <laughs> Brought to you by Jeanette Silvernail Wilson. Bob does get around. This message brought to you by Allison Krogsgard. So close to crawling. Shanna McLary. It's so very good. The only drawback is it's at the Juvie Detention Center. <laughs> Ad paid for by Ashley Teasley, but seriously, WTF. And finally, vote for Mike Green. Mike Green, I did not get the job. <laughs> what would you do with $900 million? That's what the Mega Millions is up to for tomorrow night's drawing. It's up to $900 million, and it could reach a billion. Wow. I know. Your cash payout is at this point five hundred and thirteen million. If you take the cash option, oh I'm gosh. really close to thinking about buying a ticket. I mean, this is really close. Do it. Yeah, I, I might. Well, you no longer have to go out and do it. Here you go. <gasps> oh what? my gosh! Did you get us tickets? Yeah. Yes. It's like Christmas. What do we owe you if we win? Yeah. See, this is. I, I thought nothing, and then I thought, well, maybe I'll ask for a little something. One percent. Okay. One percent. What's one percent of that? Of, uh, it would be nine million right now. Oh my gosh! Well, See, you're you just she's never thinking. Hey, don't give me the ticket back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You're yeah. welcome. So shout out to the Mega Millions folks. The numbers you need to draw are four twenty nine thirty one thirty two sixty one and the Mega Number Five. There you go. go. Wrapped up his tour last week and gave all of his tour mates, including the opening act and the roadies, jet skis. If I could be friends with any country artist, it would be Dirks. I agree. He absolutely would not want to be friends with me, but <laughs> if I could hang out, he just seems like the greatest guy. He did that, um, and I don't know if you saw it last night, the, the CMT Artist of the Year Awards. This year, they honored just women. He showed up to support, and he brought his nine-year-old daughter, Evie, yeah. because she wants to be a singer when she grows up, and he brought her because he wants her to see what's possible. That there is no dream too big. And I just, I, I love that guy's attitude about life, about music, and everything else. He's the best. We love Dirks. My dad kept taking me to baseball games, but um, here I am. Right, <laughs> <laughs> kids, sometimes it doesn't work out. Pat and Tom, New Country 105.1.